Grab your Bibles, you guys at home, grab your Bibles. You need to have a Bible in your hand, if at all possible, or maybe on your phone. Go to Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, and if you will, go ahead and stand with us. We're going to read the text together, as we have been doing, as we've been faithful to engage the Word of God, uh, this book, this letter to the church. We're going to Ask, we're going to read this together, and then we'll just ask for God's presence as we read the word of God. Dive in. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk. Everybody say walk. Walk. In love, as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you, as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness nor foolish talk or crude joking which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure, who is covetous, that is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk. Everybody say walk. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them, for it's shameful even to speak of things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible, for anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper, arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk. Everybody say walk. walk. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that's debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Father, I pray that the power of this word would fall upon us, that we would hear your voice beckoning us to walk. We would listen to you and that from today forward there'd be new vision for stepping into what you have for us, ready to be in partnership with you, the light. In every way, we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. You can be seated. It's like in the great stories, Mr. Frodo, the ones that really mattered, full of darkness and danger they were. And sometimes you didn't want to know the end. Because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when so much bad happened? Oh, 
I love this movie. I love, uh, this is uh, from The Lord of the Rings. And I love the picture that's, uh, uh, that we get to see here because they made nine hours worth of a movie that is essentially about two dudes walking together. This is the, the, the entire story. Now listen, there's all kinds of other battles and they're you know, trying to, to press off evil, but at the, at the crux of what this movie is, it's two dudes, two guys walking together, trying to navigate through all of the evil and the mess and the chaos that is surrounding them. But ultimately, it's just about their journey. That's what this, the central part of this story is. And I absolutely 110% believe that Paul is pointing to this exact same thing in this text. That when he's unfolding Ephesians chapter 5, his encouragement and his uh, declaration, and we saw it over and over and over in this text, is walk. Walk. And he's going to pull out from us or from this place, from this, in this letter, he's going he's to pull up two base questions that every one of us have to begin to wrestle with and ask the question. That is, where are you walking and who are you walking with? Where are you walking and who are you walking with? These are the two questions, right? Because Paul knows that every one of us is on a journey, that no one is exempt from the journey. Not anyone in here, not anyone online, not anyone in any other place on this earth, that every day are moments, decisions, crossroads that each of us come to every day. You can be wandering aimlessly, but listen, it doesn't change the fact that you're on a journey, that right now you are moving towards something. You may not feel like it. In fact, it might be even more in this season ambiguous, but every one of us is on a journey. Rest assured, you're going somewhere. Every one of us is going somewhere. Right now, your life has a trajectory. Right now, your life has a trajectory. It might be one that you love. It might be one that you don't feel like you've got your handle, uh, got, got a handle on. It might be a trajectory that you don't like at all. But rest assured, 
our lives are on a trajectory. And Paul is looking at his people and saying, there are some evil things around you. They're going to try to pull you in ways that you used to operate in darkness. But understand you're on a journey. So faithfully walk. Take a step. In fact, as he's going through this, as you're going through as he's declaring this, he's using these words, the original Greek word for walk here is peripateo, right? It means to live life, to, to be going or to be doing. It's, but at the root of this word, peripateo, is pateo, which means to trample or to tread upon. Even the picture of a wine press or carving out a path that literally the idea is you, when, when Paul says walk, he's saying carve out a path. Walk. Be moving forward in something. I'm asking you to begin to create this call or step into this trajectory that God has for you. It's an invitation. And there's two, two realities going on. And he kind of puts them in front. He says, you can go down the path where you get to do whatever you want to do where you get to call the shots. And he names a few of the natural ways that we tend to go our own way, whether it's in a broken thinking, idolatry, sexual sin, whatever it is. There's lots of ways that we can go our own way. He says, you can walk down that road, but it's totally dark and you'll end up lost. Or you can walk in the light. And it, it, there's an invitation to begin to walk with the Lord, to carve out a fresh path, to tread, to move forward with Jesus. Now, listen, if, you, if you've been in church for any amount of time, you inevitably have been asked, you know, like the good brother came and said, brother, how's your walk with the Lord, right? It's almost one of those like, uh, those almost sayings that have lost their meaning, like how's your walk with the Lord? But th it actually comes from here, this moment where there's this beckoning from Paul. It's not just like, hey, how you doing? Are you guys okay? Are you reading your Bible some? He's actually talking about, hey, there's a real journey that you're on. And every day and every decision you come to is this opportunity to tread this path that God has for you or to continue to go down the ways that keep you broken and in darkness. And so you hear this uh, kind of conversation, how's your walk with the Lord? And Paul wants to say, hey, there's something, there is, you're in a very real journey here, and I want you to wake up and be mindful about how and where you walk. And not just how and where you walk, but who you're walking with. But he says, there in verse eight says, walk as children of light for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. So essentially what old Samwise Gamgee was saying in the video, right? It says, it says I, I love that clip because he says, at every moment, there's an opportunity to just turn back and say, this is hard that walking with the Lord, even in this season, or putting our trust in him in this moment, when everybody's scrambling to try to get their bearings. And in, in, the, in this video, Sam says, there are all these stories that are told, it seems like it's so easy just to be able to turn back. 
But there's a reason to stand up and say, I'm going to keep moving forward. And then he, he grabs Frodo, right? Sam's the real winner in this movie, right? Don't we know that, right? He's the real hero. Sam's the hero, right? Just trying to keep his wits about, but he pulls Frodo up and says, we're going to keep moving forward because there's something good. We're going to fight for what's right and good. And that's what Paul is saying. Hey, your life in this moment matters. You are on a journey and every decision point and every day that you wake up and take a new breath into your lungs is a fresh opportunity to step right into what God has for you. A path, a journey, a walk with him that's full of light. But you gotta watch for every place where the enemy would seek to come in and pull you back into a life that is keeping you from experiencing his design plans and purposes for you. And so he calls us. And so we come back to this base question. Where are you going and who are you walking with? It's an incredibly important question because our lives have a trajectory right now. I love in verse 15 Paul says this, he goes, look carefully then how you walk. Look carefully. So, it, so the best way I know how to describe this is he's, he's gonna call us into some, some sober understanding. Be thoughtful about this moment. Listen, it might feel good to get on a, a rant on Facebook, all right? But be careful how you walk. Be thoughtful. All the political strife, all the relational strife, all the pandemic strife, it's all got everybody on edge. And these words are so powerful in this moment to say, hey, look, carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. Verse 16, making the best use of this time because the days are evil. So he feels the weight. And I love that Paul's speaking to his people, and I love that he's speaking to this church, to the church. He's speaking to the Holy Spirit, then speaking to us to say, this is not an empty moment. This is a planned and purposeful moment to, for every one of us to step into. So be careful how you walk. Be thoughtful, not as unwise, but as wise. Here's what he's doing, is he is inviting each and every one of us into a Holy Spirit-connected moment each and every day to say, Lord, where are you leading me today? That we don't live mindlessly, but that we're thoughtful about exactly where he wants to go and what he wants to do in our lives. If you're looking at your life today and you feel like your trajectory is fraught with anxiety or struggles or even feeling depressed or constantly worried about the days or, the, or uh, the, even the issues that are in front, all of those things can lead us down a path to darkness. And you get to ask that question, is this the path that I really want to walk down? 
What is the journey that I'm actually on? And so the invitation then is to know walk as children of light. Walk as children of light. Look, verse 18. You skip down verse 18. It says, don't get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Which I love. He's giving this contrasting picture. It's so powerful. You know, take something in to control or to lead you, to give you guidance or to give you rest or hope or to take the fears off your shoulders. Essentially saying, you know, why, why do people get drunk? Let's be, let's be thoughtful about that. If Paul's bringing this comparison up, why do, why do people get drunk? People get drunk because they're looking for an escape from the reality in front of them. And here's what he's saying. The Holy Spirit has rest and peace for your soul if you'll walk in the light. Be filled with the Spirit of God and he'll lead you through every path. And then I love verse 19, he makes this corporate. Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, which is so critically important and what we just got an opportunity to do. Sing songs and say, hey, this is important. He says, think one, where you're going, be thoughtful and mindful and careful, not as unwise, as but as wise. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he says, basically, do this walk with someone. <laughs> when he says addressing each other, what he says, you're coming together with people that are gonna encourage you and move you further on this journey, that are gonna speak life over you that everyone needs someone to say, hey, can you pray with me? This feels like a, I don't know, this feels like a difficult moment. It, it pulls to, at least pulls to the surface, this idea that uh, it's more than just showing up to a service, but do you have someone that you can go, hey, I'm, on, I, I'm having a hard day where I, f- I'm, I feel like going down the old path that I've carved out. The Lord's got a new path for me but I have old ways of operating. You have someone that you can call and say, hey, can you pray for me today? Can you walk with me? Or hey, can we check in with each other over the next couple of days as I'm walking through this? And being as you're thoughtful about what's going on in your life, as you're thoughtful about the decisions that you're making, as you're coming before the Lord and saying, Lord, where am I going? What am I doing? Do you have brothers that you can come around? Do you have sisters that can come around you and say, I'm with you 100%. We're gonna, we're gonna make it to the end. Do you have a Sam to your Frodo, right? You have that, you have someone that you can step into, step into this life with, all right? It's incredibly important. This is what Paul has for his church. So the question is this, listen, how do I carve out a new path? How do I carve out a new path? If you find yourself in this moment as you're walking and you feel like there are ways in which you're walking that are not leading to life, might be in your marriage, could be with your children, could be in your career, could be in your relationships, could be in your free time or spare time or when no one else is around. But as you're asking this question, or as you're looking at the way in which you're walking or the journey in which you have been engaging, here's the question. How do you carve a new path? How do you begin to walk with the Lord? And I love this picture because he says it more concisely in Galatians chapter five, verse 24. 
And those who belong to Christ, this is Paul speaking to the church. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. But if we live by the Spirit, look at what it says. Let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So he says, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Now, here's what I love. Here's, here's what Paul's going to give to us. And I'm going to say, hey, you got you to make a radical jump. You got to fix all your life. You got to fix all these things. You got to stop doing this. You got to fix all this. Here's what he's saying. No, here's what you do. Stay in step with the Spirit. Essentially what Paul's saying is, hey, just take a step. You can, we can become overwhelmed. If you feel like the Lord's carving out a new path for you to take a step into, Jesus' simple answer for us is take a step with him. Just take a step. What's the step that the Lord has for you? You might, not, you, might be, you might be with us online. You might be here in this room, and you don't feel like you're walking with Jesus at all. The kind of walking you're doing is career advancement, or the kind of walking you're doing is cover myself, or the kind of walking you're doing is I got to make sure that we're going to be okay in this life, and you're trying to grab onto as much control as you can possibly have in this chaotic moment of our world. And Paul's saying, that's not the way that you'll find life, is to try to grab control and to try to fix all the things and to try to make sure everything is okay. And I gotta make sure the kids are okay. I gotta make sure the spouse is okay. I gotta make sure we make enough dollars to make it through. And what Paul's saying is, hey, you can try to grab control or you can stay in step with the Spirit. Take a step with Him. Just say, Lord, what's the next step? I don't have to know the whole journey. I don't have to know what it's supposed to look like. In fact, some of us are gonna to need to let go of control and saying, I don't know what the days ahead are supposed to look like, but I do know this, I'm walking with the Spirit. I'm gonna stay in step with the Spirit. Because you can know right now, number one, you have a King and a Savior who is inviting you to walk with Him. There's an open, there's an open invitation. Everybody here, you guys that are online, is a wide open invitation. Just walk. Will you walk with me today? Walk with me today to take a step. And that because you're asking Jesus to walk with you, there is spirit-led power to say yes, to step right into it. There is a Holy Spirit who is able to give you everything you need to take the right next step. What's the step that the Lord's asking you. What's your step? That's what I would ask you. You guys stand with me. We're gonna close out. Here's what I would just ask you. As you're being beckoned into a new walk, a fresh walk with the Lord, what's your step? Right? Rome isn't built in a day. It's a series of steps that the Lord's calling us into. Right? Maybe your step is a different way of starting in the morning. All right? Not reading all the chaotic news that's going on, just engaging the Word of God. There's some incredible apps. You got a new, a new app called Dwell, and it just, they read the scripture to you, but there's different, different nationalities. So I got, there's a lady from like Northern England. She's like reading the scripture, and there's a piano and a cello in the background. I'm like, all right, I get this. This is good. I need this in my life, right? I just, I need somebody that sounds like they're from Scotland 
speaking the word over my life, okay? All right? But there's some, there's people with different, you know, kind of accents and dialects speaking the word of God. But, uh, what's your next step? What's going to be helpful for you to take that next step with Jesus? But don't leave this room without saying, Lord, what's my next step? We're going to ask him. We're just going to finish with the song. Two, mo- two minutes just to, to declare, hey, God, we need you. We need, you, we need your presence, we need your goodness. And I know that you're asking us to be faithful just to take our next step with you. Let's worship.